excited. Yeah, it's gonna be good. <laughs> Hey guys, my name is Sean Canungo, and this is another episode of Dangerous Ideas, episode number seven. We made it to seven. Um, in this podcast, what we do is we break down concepts and frameworks that will change your life, change your business, uh, but most importantly, change your life. And I'm really excited. I got some returning guests here in the building. We got Mo and Navin. Appreciate you again, man. Thank you. Thank you for having us. It's the first time we're on a podcast. I know. I think so. Yeah. It's cool. <laughs> and, and, and guys, you know, I've been, I've been really, you know, this is one of the most, I love this pod because number one, it's an excuse to chat with, you know, some of my favorite people. And, and, and number two, not only can we do that, but we can change people's lives with some of these concepts and frameworks. Exactly. And guess what? 100. I'm going to, I'm going to, I know we're already <laughs> so, at episode seven. I know. He's so I know. What, what, what? <laughs> I'm excited. I already know you're going to drop some bombs already. Oh, no, yeah. no, no. I'm excited because, he, because one of the things that we talked about <laughs> in, in one of the earlier episodes was this idea of a one person one billion dollar business. This idea that the power has shifted to the individual. You guys know that I'm on this, mm-hmm. on this, on this tip. And what happened last week was this coming into fruition. Messi <laughs> signing a deal. The goat. Uh, the goat, <laughs> undeniably now, I guess, signing a deal That's right. with Inter Miami. And what's interesting about this deal is that he didn't just get a check from Inter Miami. Nope. He got a revenue share with Apple and a revenue share with Adidas and a, an option to buy a team later. Mm-hmm. And so this is basically the Michael Jordan playbook of him getting uh, <laughs> the, 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 a percentage of uh, the shoe deal that made him a billionaire. This is the 2023 ber- version of it. And as context, he got a 1.6 billion dollar deal exactly. from that the Saudis he, yeah. that he turned down. Yeah. Nuts. So 1.6 billion <laughs> for like three or four years for one person. That's half a billion dollars a year. One person, one billion dollar organization that is messy. So what do you guys think about this? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to tell you why this is the one person, one billion dollar, but just n- natural thoughts because you just saw, you were with Messi last week. I feel so like, first of all, <laughs> I asked you. Yes. We weren't going to go to the game because I wasn't sure if Messi was going to play. Oh, okay. Yeah. So I, I was texting this guy. I was like, yo, what do you think? This is the last <laughs> game. Is Who's playing? What's happening in the world of soccer? He gave me like this nice two-paragraph <laughs> text. I, I, oh, wow. I, I gave him a full rundown. And basically it was like, bro, like <laughs> buy the tickets. So me and Am bought him that night, thanks, thanks to you. It ended up being the craziest soccer game I've ever been to. Um, Messi's last game. He actually played kind of like bad. <laughs> yeah, he missed. Such he a missed terrible, like some terrible bro, shots. He had such a great. But to see him like you know he's like, um, when he was like he's like that's how close he is. Wow. Or he was, right? And I'm just like whoa, like that's messy. And then Mbappe's next to him. Then you have Sergio Ramos who played his last game. Yeah. It's like damn, this is crazy. Yeah, and like they already won the, the league, so the, it was like it was celebration mode. In a yeah, way. so they won the league. Then they, I think they spent three million dollars literally on fireworks after the game. <laughs> wow. It was the craziest show ever. But anyways, I want to pass it to him first. <laughs> Yeah, that's so, his question because he's the biggest Messi fan in the world. 100%. <laughs> Man, this guy is undeniably the GOAT. Like, he, he completed football. Like, there's nothing else he can do that would put him on, like, the greatest of ever time. Obviously, there's debates about whatever. But in terms of the deal, I think this is the smartest move. Like, I didn't even see that coming. I thought, I thought he was going to go back to Barcelona because it was just, a, like, you know, he left yeah. off at a terrible way to leave. He didn't get a proper send-off. The only Barca player who've ever played, like, the most games. Uh, he's literally, like, a Barca, like, 
not beyond legend. Yeah. <laughs> and then all of a sudden, I'm like, oh, what the hell? Inter Miami? What the hell is he doing? <laughs> and then all of a sudden, the, those those things came out, like started like rolling out, and I was like, okay, this makes way more sense. Like they literally like MLS changed. Like, like, there's no deal. Like, like, there's actually a cap of salary that they're changing in just wow. for Messi. Yeah. Is that right? Yes, 100%. And then, and then obviously, like, because Apple has the rights yep. to uh, the MLS. And then also, uh, Apple's actually doing a four-part documentary series on Messi that's going to be releasing soon. Oh, my God. It's just like, it's like. So much. There's so, so much going on that I think in the long term, it is the smartest play to ever make it. And, yes, he will be the $1 billion and even beyond that, and I it think. makes a lot of sense because if you think about it Messi is the he's the distribution oh, 100%. he's the equity he's the content creator mm-hmm. yep. and because of that he's getting a percentage yep. of the royalties from Adidas everything pretty and, much and and, and, and and Apple like the Messi effect is already so crazy the all of the games for MLS yeah. for Inter Miami are sold out the Instagram went up by like the, Instagram now. What is it today? It's, it's now. It's 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 actually more than any of the major teams in Miami. Of course. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh yeah. Even wow. Miami. Yeah. Even, wow. even more, more than the Miami Heat. Heat. More than yeah. Miami Heat. And and by the way, they're last in their in their Eastern Conference. Yeah. Inter Miami good, yeah. is currently in last place. That's incredible. <laughs> like they're not even like. That's the effect, man. Um, there's just so much. Like we're talking about like a player who is beyond like Eastern. And- you know, By the way, he's, he, it's not like... I don't know he, how to say it. He's at the end of his career. And yep. he's getting yep. this. He's getting bag. this, exactly. Yeah. But just don't, don't don't get it twisted. Yeah, it is at, at the end of his career. But he literally just won the World Cup like you yeah. know, six he months also, ago. He's also coming to play like and a, he a won, down. And he right. won the you know player of the, the whole tournament. So, yeah. like, yes, he is not at his prime. He's not like prime Messi. But he's still very influential. Like, he still has a couple of years left in him to like... Prove something. So, Navin, is this the <laughs> is this the beginning of this whole trend? Like, will you you're the sports connoisseur on this on this pod? <laughs> It'll take you out. <laughs> uh, is this the beginning of the trend where players will not only demand a salary, but they will demand equity in th- that's basically short of a- asking for yeah. equity in Inter Miami. Yeah. You basically got equity in one hundred MLS and everything. Yeah, I yeah. think this this shift is coming and it's been coming. We've seen it in the past too, but I don't think it's going to be as often as we think because you have to be a generational talent like Messi like I'm surprised we didn't see something like this with Ronaldo yeah mm. right he went to Saudi I think he just took the money because the cash was there but what was interesting about the MLS deal and correct me if I'm wrong because you probably know more about it is like the, all the MLS teams did this mm-hmm. right they all came together to put money in to get Messi because yeah. every team is going to benefit yeah. from it oh I did not know yeah that. it wasn't yeah. just Inter-Miami all the teams yeah, yeah. said okay oh. he's going to go play for Beckham yeah. in Miami but we're all putting uh they put a lot of money each yeah. team up. Yeah, and I, I believe like technically the, the, the term is not out yet, like the, the official yeah. the official thing, but I think he can buy into any yes. team. Yeah, okay. Not okay. just inter Miami. Like he can own any percentage. We don't even know if it's like it's not gonna be like something small either. It's not gonna be like five percent no. or ten percent. It's gonna be a substantial amount. Like he, like he's gonna be So do you think that he is going to be able to replicate the one point six billion? Because we don't know the the inner work the inner yeah. workings of the Apple or a yeah. deal, but do you think he'll be able to match or like over exceed the one point six bill that the Saudis offered him? I think so over yeah. time. Over time, because yeah. I mean, look at Beckham's team. He bought that team for twenty five yeah, million. Now crazy. it's worth five hundred fifty mil. Yeah, crazy. Yeah. No, it's messy. Yeah. Every it's funny <laughs> because and and maybe t- every single time where you see people say 
actually, I want the back end, or I want the mm-hmm. equity, or I want the royalties. It always works out in spades. Beckham, 25 mil, <laughs> the thing is worth 500 million. Yeah. I, I remember uh, somebody telling me about um, Robert Downey Jr. For, for Iron Man, he asked for like, the back end royalties instead of getting yeah. paid like I've heard a that egg a up few front. times. Oh, I didn't and even know that. like he's like he, he's he laughing. Made, oh, he he oh yeah. That, he he made that entire he franchise. Doesn't mean to act anymore. <laughs> totally, well, he doesn't. He doesn't act <laughs> yeah. anymore. I don't think. So, I I think this is going to create a cascade for other elite stars to yeah. go off and try to get equity. But also, there's going to be a downside because I think a lot of people could be like, "Well, listen, I'm 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 huge too. Get me equity. Everybody yeah. will want equity and learn that that well, is how you. What's, get money. What's interesting about it though is like in comparison to Michael Jordan. Michael Jordan was. At the beginning of his career, yes, when he got the equity, well, not versus, equity, but he got or he got uh, the, like a, a, a shares? revenue rev, share, rev share, yeah, shares, yeah. Uh, which is what Messi has right now. But Messi's doing it at the end of his career. So, like, do you think like there's like how do you know like how do you know that this like well Nike took the biggest risk of all time. It just paid off, right? Like hundred percent with Jordan. That's why I think it's going to happen yeah. more towards the end. Yeah, and even Benzema. Yeah, he just signed six hundred million in Saudi Arabia. Another yep. big soccer player. Yeah, but again, I didn't hear anything about equity no. or anything past. I just heard a salary. Yeah, that's why I'm so interested in. Yeah, this, you know. Well, listen, if uh, Saudi Arabia, if you're listening, I'm here. Uh, if, if no, we're all wanted, here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we got Sheikh uh, Kanungo. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> Sheikh Ramhara. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sheikh Mafuz here. <laughs> um, no, but the Saudis, by the, by the way, they they are they are throwing their oh, their, their money around, and um, yeah. one of the interesting things about that entire thing is that they're basically buying culture. I, I put out this tweet that yeah. I believe that um, that the next investments that they should make are obviously they've been investing in sports. They they got Ronaldo. They've been investing in um, obviously the PGA. That was a huge thing um, yeah. last week. But I think the next people that they should be targeting, they should be targeting the Kardashians, The Rock, uh, uh, the Nelk Boys, the yeah. Kardashians. Yeah, yeah. Um, fuck Drake, get <laughs> buy Drake. The Saudis, <laughs> if you want culture, buy Drake. Straight up, <laughs> the steak bought Drake. The Saudis should buy Drake uh. if you want culture. And I just think that's such an interesting move that they're buying culture. I think it's smart because like it's, that's where everything's going. Like all the the next generation, our generation, where do we? tend to go towards people who control culture right. control eyeballs music hip-hop fashion yep i think they're just smart honestly and they got so much money out there that's right <laughs> yeah it's well, kind of like if you were the saudi uh investment fund <laughs> public investment fund pif it's called who would, who would be the next league question. or person that you would buy that you would buy into obviously they did the pga deal obviously they try to get messy who else would you get i think for me it would be the nba because I feel like that's like the best league. But you can't buy you or, can't buy the or NFL. NFL. I mean, why not? I, 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 don't know. I, I thought we couldn't buy the PGA, and then <laughs> yeah, yeah, and then yeah. they turned around and, and sold themselves. That's true. So I mean, like money talks. I mean, technically, the UAE uh, owns Man City, who just won the treble, you know, Champions right. League, FA Cup, Premier League, and that went from like also a lucrative like they bought it ten years ago, and now it's like worth crazy amount. So I feel like the Middle East just has so much money they're like we're so bored what are we going to spend it on <laughs> but, but but you're right like you're right like they're going to be spending money on um I, I say outside of sports it has to be like art uh, like people music yep uh i think music has such a big influence ah, uh it does. more than even more than film in a way uh because it's easy access accessible it's like world like 
hundred percent. You're right. I think Drake. Like you know, you, you look at the top. Like you look at the top. Ice Spice. <laughs> Ice Spice. Hey, up and coming. Yo, up she's and coming. taking over the world emerging, right now. Man. I don't emerging, care. Emerging artist. Um, no. So it's so it's really interesting, and I go back to the idea that I've been yeah. I've been I've been preaching that. There, there is going to be a one person, one billion dollar organization, and I don't even have to say what will be. It's here. It's already here. Yep. You can see it with Messi. Yeah, he is a billionaire, and he's one person yep. getting deals, and it just goes to show that attention, distribution, content matters. It is the most important currency today. Mm-hmm. So, I'm just gonna uh, every ten episodes. I'm just gonna double down on. <laughs> you this need to concept. double down. Yeah. I'm gonna double down on this concept. Um, so the next thing that I want to talk about is what I call the Tim Duncan problem. Okay. okay, the Tim Duncan problem. If you don't know who Tim Duncan is, Tim Duncan uh, played for the San Antonio Spurs his entire career, won a whole bunch of championships, was one of the great uh, uh, athletes within the NBA ever. Like people would put him in the top ten. But the reason why he doesn't get mm-hmm. the the love that he does, the reason why he doesn't get the kudos that he does is because he didn't have a personality. And and I see <laughs> last night uh, Nikola Jokic yes. won um, – they just won the championship with the Nuggets. And, and Jokic is very similar to Tim Duncan. And Jokic is going to be one of the greatest players that we've ever seen in the NBA. But I feel that um, his legacy will get hurt because mm-hmm. he's boring as – one hundred percent. Okay, and it's it's unfortunate that that's the that 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 is the case. Um, so before I get into this entire topic, the reason why I'm bringing this this up as a Tim Duncan problem, this is not just an NBA problem. This is just a world problem um, together. The, the reason why this is an important concept is that actually showcasing your personality, showcasing who you are in whatever field that you're in, mm. actually elevates you. As a performer, as an artist, mm-hmm. as a creative, as a accountant, whatever, the work is not just the work. People don't just value for your work. People value for your energy, your yeah. aura. Yeah. And unfortunately with Tim Duncan, he doesn't have that sauce. No. Yeah. Neither does Nik- Nikola Jokic. So yeah. I was just, I don't know if you heard the same podcast with JJ Redick and Gilbert Arenas. No. So I was just playing it this morning, literally. So it's great you said that. And they're talking about the exact same concept. Mm. Nikola, Nikola will be with the, one of the greatest players to ever play. But the kids don't want to watch him play. And in general, nobody actually really wants to watch them play or the Denver Nuggets. Mm. But they want to watch Ja Morant. They want to watch Kyrie because they're exciting. Yes. They're fun. Look at all the stuff going on with Ja. Like, it's bad stuff. But kids are, people are gravitating towards that because he's in the headlines. Yes. He's becoming irrelevant. Nick, Nicola is a great guy. First thing he said was like, I want to go home. Yeah. And, and you know what I, t- you know what I texted my friends? First thing he said, bro, I want to go home. Do you know what I texted my friends last night? I, I, said, to, I said to my friends last night, Jokic looks so unhappy. Yes. And I was happy for him that he won. But the fact that he looks so unhappy, I am no longer happy for him. Exactly. It takes the joy out of it from the fans. Like they're drinking champagne and he's just like in the background, like, like literally no emotion, bro. Yeah, and, it's like and, an NPC mode. Yeah, it's NPC mode, yeah. And maybe that's how he maybe that's how he does his thing. Okay. Listen, he has he won the championship. He can do whatever he wants. Um, he doesn't have to, you know, cheer. But it would be nice as a fan to see yeah. that when Giannis won. I was, we were yeah. all so happy for Giannis. Yeah. Whether you were a Giannis fan or not, you were happy for him. He, he was a motivational figure. He had yeah. all these amazing press conferences. You were happy for him. And it goes back to the idea of the Tim Duncan effect. The idea that, unfortunately, your standing in life uh, will get hurt yeah. if you don't share your personality. Yeah. What's crazy is like, or if you for, don't have a for people like him and Tim, 
I think they're anomalies because they're different. They probably actually yeah. generally don't care. But it's funny to think if if he was to create content or just be funny or be a personality, his net worth would probably 10x. Oh, yeah. And he probably would be like a billion dollar basketball 100%. player. But he doesn't care. He wants to just go back home. Connor McDavid, the same guy. Yeah, same yeah. I was, same I was, exact I was just going to say. Don't care about him. Either. I just wasn't going to say that. It's super boring. So, <laughs> like, and it's like, sucks. Yeah, because. Because he's so good at hockey. Yeah. Man. Like, but then again, NHL is also like fifth probably in all other yeah, sports. Yeah, NHL is way down there. Yeah, it's way down there. In popularity. Yeah. yeah. If you compare it to like uh, NFL. And, yeah. But yeah, I mean, but I will say though, it, it, like, for example, Messi is an anomaly because he's actually not really an exciting person. Like, he's a very quiet but, guy. But his but, game is exciting. But his, yeah, his game is so exciting that that's what elevates him. But in terms of personality, like online, on content or whatever, yeah. just doesn't really exist. But I would say Ronaldo, who's obviously a bigger celebrity than. Oh, Messi. bigger. I he, think he's, he's bigger. He's also not a personality. I, like, I don't see him as a personality. He looks good. Like, he's a. Great looking yeah, guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's a great That's his main guy. Thing. And, uh, you know, and Beckham, Beckham as well wasn't a great personality, but he he was a great looking guy too. Great hair, yeah. et cetera. But they... They're confident they, they too. They understood how to totally. navigate the oh, entire media landscape, yeah. right? Yeah, I mean, like when Beckham moved to MLS, it wasn't like because he was... Like, yeah, he was like one of the best, but the effect of him being a celebrity was more impactful than like him being a soccer player yeah, definitely. <laughs> versus like the messy effects gonna be completely different it's gonna change mls in a way but anyways back to like the whole Jokic thing i mean i don't follow basketball that heavily but i watched a couple of games and you can just tell like this guy you know he's just he's playing basketball but i didn't find him like a interesting like yeah. character <laughs> to be like oh like because uh, you know usually you look at the superstars like oh who's like the main person in this in this uh in the team but he kind of was just yeah, just chilling. Just yeah, just chilling. He's just so good. Uh, he's, he's a good. He's a really good player. <laughs> but it, and you look at Jamal Murray. Yeah, he's exciting player, but he's crying. He yeah. has so much emotion. Like yeah, and he also he's Canadian, so we're rooting for him. But like you feel more when you see that on yeah. TV, right? Like the how hard they work. He's crying towards ACL at, two years ago. The triumphant story of coming back. Yes, but then he got jokish on the flip side. Just like. Uh. Literally, I want to go home. So, so, um, so I guess I, I want to dial this back to the person that is, you know, they're not an athlete, they're not a creative, they're like working in an insurance company. Um, would you guys have a recommendation that you should always showcase your personality? People should know more about you and who you are, and maybe even your vulnerabilities, because you'll not only be able to connect with your clients and your stakeholders, your people a lot more, and your leaders, but you're just gonna be like. I don't know. People are going to be able to connect with you and want to see you succeed at the end of the day. I think in in our society, you want to go? First? No, no, you go, you go. You in go. our society, like we're all, especially as guys, like we're always told like not share emotion and be vulnerable. I only started doing this like I feel like in the last few months, to be honest. And it's like made such a huge difference of actually having this conversation, just like being more vulnerable and like sharing emotion. Because generally, like if we're speaking, like I'm not going to like tell them if I'm sad or not happy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like when you once you break through, and the reason I'm saying this, once you break through that barrier, and can be comfortable to share with anyone anything you're thinking like things will change for you dramatically could not only gonna have more respect respect for you but that open conversation is now there yeah. and they're gonna see a different side of you so that person sitting in and working a nine-to-five or grinding like if you have an idea you should share it with your boss yeah or your colleague you shouldn't hold it back whether you think it's bad or good share it let them know you're confident enough to share that so in the future if you have something good you know you can continue to do that yeah yeah i, I was gonna just clarify from your from that 
uh, statement. Do you mean it more? Do you mean it more like online, or do you mean no, it just, just in general? Um, it could be a person. It could be online. Yeah, yeah. Um, it could be both. Yeah. I think sometimes we we are afraid to share our personality, yeah. our vulnerabilities, what who we are, our weaknesses, our yeah. our wins. Like just at work, we 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 tend to just. You know, we just, especially in a remote work world, yeah, yeah. we're like, we don't connect with people anymore. So we're just like, <laughs> seriously, it's, it's, it's more about the work than anything else. And it's tough because there's so much judgment. Yeah. There can be yeah. so much judgment. Yeah. 100%. Like you just said, sometimes I, I don't share wins. Yeah. I just, cause like Bro, in my mind, I'm yeah. just like, oh, like, I'm barely sharing wins. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, <laughs> I don't know. So, and you know me, I'm on social media. I share a lot of stuff, but there's a lot of things I don't share. And it's, I don't know what it is. I think it's just cause like, society yeah there's so much judgmental and things happening yep i i think i think just being comfortable like i i think i don't share anything in the first place i'm trying to like change that but i think being comfortable to share i saw that you were for a week you were sharing like yeah uh, i was just like sharing yeah, you sharing, did go and i was yeah, just yeah. like hey and i'm I like tiktok too. <laughs> yeah 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 tiktok no honestly it's so fun like what it's so fun and i think also what kind of made me realize is also so i was sharing some wins but i was like why do i want to share wins why don't i want to share like just regular stuff or things that are not working out. And I think maybe that everyone doesn't want to, everyone wants to look cool. Everyone wants to be like, oh, like I'm a likable person. You know, I'm doing cool shit. But I mean, I think on a day to day basis, I think most people associate with the regular stuff. Uh, and I don't know, I feel like just sharing in general, like like the personality thing, like I do agree with you. Not everyone from an from a, a online perspective, some people have it difficult to do that. Like it's weird to do that because we're, I don't know what's because yeah. we're not like born into it. Like you, you kind of learn it along the way. And I think by having support system that kind of like fuels you to do it, maybe allows you to be more open about it and kind of say. Yes. <laughs> uh, so I, I think it's just one of those things that if you're passionate about it and you just kind of like do it slowly and you just get better at it. I mean, I don't know. That's so, so this actually brings up my my next uh, topic, which I wanted to bring up with you because you actually you actually re IG posted it or whatever, which is the idea oh. that nobody cares about your L's or W's. Nobody cares yeah. about your L's or W's. You know, the the typical, uh, I guess the typical life of an entrepreneur is that they go through all these different L's. Right, they go L L L L L, and then at some point they get a W, and then they're like, once they get a W, then they start something new, and maybe that's an L L L, and then they get a Seriously. W, right? Yeah. yeah. But I don't know about you, but when I, with my close friends, my true friends, they never, they don't care about my L's, they don't care about my W's. We don't even talk about any any of that. Yeah. We just talk about, you know, life and and philosophy and yeah. and, and ideas, and they're 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 they they they're interested in my growth. Not in like yeah. what the hell I'm doing at the yeah. end of the day. Yeah. And I feel like we don't see that because sometimes we'll see an L and be like, oh my God, other people are looking at me like I have an L. Um, but what, why did that resonate with you? I, I'm just curious because you, you – and I appreciate you you, you, you promoting, amplifying that. Yeah, well, I, I just – it's the same thing. I, I think we have the same feeling. Like I, that's how my friends have been. That's how the family has been. But it all comes back to exactly what you just said. It's more so about you as the individual. Right, like all the short stuff. Oh, we released shoes. We did this. We won TBT. Like, that's all fun stuff. But what it comes down to, especially with the families, like, okay, like, what? How are you? What about you? Like, what did you grow this year? What did change for you this year? Yeah. As opposed to like, you made this amount of money, or you did this brand deal. They just want to make sure, like, mentally and I guess physically, like, as an individual. Yes. And that's obviously that's only for the family and close friends. Yes. I think everyone else is praying for your. Your downfall. Your downfall. <laughs> Which is like actually really sad, but like I always speak it about this. It's like there's just not support there. And I think yeah. social media amplifies that because like you yeah. said, tomorrow I can go post a picture of me in the Lamborghini. 
And then people go, oh, this guy bought a Lamborghini. It's going to change their perspective. Yeah. The perspective of me right you know what i mean it's just like it's so easy to kind of manipulate things on social media right where like and then now that i'm trying to be more vulnerable um i'm gonna pass you the mic but like i posted this video a couple weeks ago like okay asking people are you happy oh it was the first time i was vulnerable on social media and that was the that was, that video out of all the videos in my like 10 years of making content was the highest video i've ever had people reach i had over 100 people dm me being like i felt that or like Yo, like, this is how I feel. Wow. Like, for, for one video, that's a lot. Like, I had so many people just being like, I like really resonated with that. Like, thank you. Wow. And it just makes me think what you said. It's like, there's so many of us not sharing how we feel. Yeah. And then it stems to mental health problems, sense all this other stuff. It's like, man, how do we just get people to be like, yo, just talk or just share something? But it's tough. Yeah. Like, social media is a scary place. So, wait a minute. You you, you put out a post saying, are you asking the I filmed the, So, I filmed this video, <laughs> which is like literally yep. right here. Yep. And uh, I just asked people like, you know, like, are you happy? Yeah. Like, what what are you going through in life right now? And like, are you genuinely happy with yourself? Because like, yeah. I've been in a spot a couple months ago, like I was just wasn't happy. Yeah. And I finally told Ambika and stuff that I was going through certain things. Yeah. And she was just like, "Yo, like, let's talk more and let's share it." Yeah. And I was like, "Yeah." And me making that video weird because I'm really weird. Like when I make content, I feel better about certain things. Like, yeah. I feel like I my voice got up. Yeah. There. It's almost like therapy. It's like therapy. For <laughs> yeah. Me. yeah. And yeah. like some people saw then all these people hit me up. I'm like, oh, this was like a great therapy session. Love it. Like man. I want to do more and I was helping them. Yeah. You know? So it was a little bit long winded, but Yeah. <laughs> man, that was beautiful, man. <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> I, was like, I was like, I was like, damn, am I happy? <laughs> no, seriously, it's like a big yeah. thing. Like content creation. Like think about the cycle that we're yeah. in. Yeah. Like, yeah. You're traveling everywhere. It's nonstop content. You gotta handle employees and you have to handle deadlines and deliverables. There's yeah. so much happening. Yeah. And your life is crazy because you also have kids. Like we're just still like chilling. Like you know, yeah, we don't yeah, have yeah, a family yeah. yet. We got so much to so go. you have so many more responsibilities. And it's like sometimes I just think about like, are we actually happy? Like the rat race that we're chasing, the dollars we're chasing, the brand deal, this, this, that. What makes us happy? Though? Yeah, no, yeah. that's actually a great point because like I always talk about the pursuit of happiness as like a goal, right? Which is, is kind of like this anomaly, this like weird thing that you're trying to do. And I, I always, like, think about your comment of, like, no one gives a shit about what you post, right? Which is why I started posting. I was like, you know what? If no one gives a shit, then... And then I started even thinking, I'm like, technically, the people that follow me are just, like, acquaintances or friends or close friends that I've acquired, you know, you know on this earth. And it's kind of like, well, those people technically, like, they'll, su- they'll either support me or hate me no matter, like, what I do. But that's not really, like, I'm not really doing it for them. And then I started thinking, I'm like, well, what am I doing it for? Like, well, I think, like... On, on a macro level, I think I just want to share for the for the fun of it. Like there's ideas to find like other people who would either benefit from it or build a community that we can all like learn from each other and kind of just like uh, break barriers because like back then everything was gated, like almost like the entry point to certain things was so much yeah. harder. And I feel like now collectively we can always build more things and then, you know, more collaboration, more ideas that can spark from it. Like in a way, I'd, honestly, I would rather start zero like when none of my friends follow me just start this like and then just like kind of like share things just because be like hey this is my journey and then start building that kind of thing along the way while being vulnerable and like sharing everything like not just like oh we made it like hey we like we we tried to do this it didn't work this is the outcome of it this is what we learned and then you move on like and yeah. then you and then that, that's i think how it becomes more organic and people maybe might relate to it more uh, associate with it more do you, do, yeah. do you some? I'm just curious. Do you ever find it um, odd when some of your close friends, you know, you're, you're doing something that's important or you're doing something that's big, and your 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 close friends like they're just 
you know that it's like it's not that they're missing it and and maybe social is just like a you never know what someone is doing on the other side of it right because they might be with their kids or whatever but are you always like wondering like where's the love on this man like where, where where's your support but i thought you're my homie like where's my where's your support on it right and uh i don't do you guys ever feel that like you know you just can't like you're you're always doing crazy things right <laughs> you and, and 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 likewise right burger baron um yeah. all the things that you guys are involved with um do, are you sometimes like yo where's the love from you know the person that's supposed to be 10 deep in my contact list <laughs> oh wow yeah. I'll, say, I'll, I'll say yeah oh, okay. i'll just say okay. yes okay <laughs> i always just tell people like you don't have to send me a message text or call me just react with an emoji on the story or something. Interesting, yeah. Just something yeah. basic. Just to, and that's why I do to a lot of my friends now. Like, yeah, oh, my friend just got posted on Adidas. I just like send her a quick fire emoji. Yep. She's like, "Yo, Love thank it. you so much for supporting me." Because uh, some people get it. Like, yeah, just like instead of me quick, just scrolling like, just like past hard, yeah. all the stories, yeah. if I see something, just like be thoughtful enough to just react. Because like, you don't know how much that could affect that person who might have zero messages. Yeah, the right. Whole day when, and like you said, that could have been my most important day of my life. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like it's a weird balance, but it's like also like, what can you say? Because you can't expect everyone to support you twenty four seven. One hundred percent, one hundred percent. And most people are not they're not sharing their stuff on social media. But I just I was just curious to see if you you ever you look back and be like, yo, we're, yeah. I, I I personally I feel like I don't really like value like the validation from social media from close yeah. friends. Like I, I don't know. I feel like once I build that relationship with someone. I feel like whether they like they support, I don't know, maybe there's just been like they were away, they were traveling or I don't know, they were in their own little world. Maybe they're having a shitty day. They didn't see like whatever I posted or I'm doing. I mean, I, again, I barely even post, but uh, for me, it's like different. Like, so I have a different perspective on it. Yeah. Like, I just feel like uh, just like a simple check in. I don't even care about the post. Like, yo, like, how are you doing, man? Like, like that to me is more, 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 more than like what i'm like what i've built or what i'm if whether i'm like you know like just won the, the oscars or not 100%. right uh, so go ahead you were gonna say i didn't mean to cut you off i was just no. gonna say i feel like as social media grows and the gener- times change it, it's becoming harder and harder to have like proper connections with people yeah yeah and that's actually where the issue stems from mm, like mm. i would love yeah. sometimes i'm actually hesitant um to like call someone <laughs> it sounds weird but like sometimes I'm, just I'm like man what if they don't pick up like what if like they don't want to talk because also some people may not want to talk or some yeah. people don't want to. they want to, they prefer a text message yep yeah and it's just like i feel like social media is making it harder and harder to have this type of yeah. connection where like yeah it would be sick just to like and we, we call it but like just to call someone a f- close friend like, yeah. oh, i just saw you did this like that's dope like yeah we should yeah. go grab drinks but it's like it's tough. you know yeah. what i think the 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 outcome of this is that a if you see someone doing something cool Send a message because um, it goes a long way. Yeah. Number two, actually, don't be afraid to call somebody. Call somebody. Yeah. There's so many people that I've called throughout my life. They're like, hey, I'm just I'm really glad that you called. Like and um, in a world where everyone's just texting and everyone's just, through, you know, just like liking each other's stuff on yeah, social yeah. media. Yeah, yeah. Actually, to break through that in a call, I think is really important. Totally. Or just meet somebody in person. Mm-hmm. I say even send like a little video, like just record a like 10 second yeah, video yeah. and send it. Yeah, yeah. Even a voice note. I love voice notes. <laughs> yeah. Man. People hate voice notes, but I think they're great. I love them. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, so on this, it's funny because I, th- we, we got really sentimental, but yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. This, next piece, this next piece actually is the opposite of that. Uh, I've been really, 
Checking I don't know people. if you, I I don't know if you guys have been doing this, but I been loving this Arnold Schwarzenegger documentary that just came out on Netflix. Oh yeah, I heard. And about I love it. Arnold because Arnold is somebody that has essentially disrupted himself three times. He became <laughs> the goat of bodybuilding. Yep. Then he was like, I'm gonna go back to zero. Then he became the goat of acting. Then he went back to zero. Then he became the goat of uh of. Politics, Politics, right? And so he I mean, just keeps going, excelling <laughs> at all these different fields, which is incredible. And I was watching the movie, and it was like every. It's like my book was just like that was the that was the documentary. One of the things I thought was interesting in the documentary was he always picked sort of ally. Uh, actually, he always picked a fight hmm. with somebody else. So okay. in the in in the in the movie. He actually picks a fight. This is the concept and framework. Okay. Which is, and you let me know if you think this is a powerful concept or framework. It's picking a fight with a fellow colleague or peer. In Arnold's case, he picked a fight with Sylvester Stallone. Not a not a real fight, yeah. but he picked a fight with somebody in his own head, with somebody that was on his level. Mm. Sylvester was doing all these action movies. He was becoming a star in his particular field. And then Arnold was also doing action movies. And he didn't really like Sylvester. It's not like they did anything together. <laughs> but just like Maybe it was a competitive, and he, competitive and, and night. Arnold yeah. said that if it wasn't for Sylvester, like I wouldn't mm. be able to push myself in these different areas. So the question for you guys is that, A, have you ever sort of, consciously or subconsciously even if that that person doesn't know it sort of picked a fight with them um and did you find it valuable i think subconsciously i pick fights with people probably all the time okay because like i'm competitive and it's competitive yeah i'm just competitive by nature like i want to like match or be better or just like use that as fuel like even like when i see you it's like that's fuel for me yeah it's so exciting to see how much you're creating and how much I'm not creating. Yeah, like, which is the opposite. Yeah. Which is crazy because I'm like, this guy, I'm dead. I can't pick a fight with this guy. He's creating so but you know much. I, mean? I feel like it's just it's just subconscious stuff and it's just like healthy competition. I thought the same thing with Arnold. Yep. Yeah, it's yeah. like, who can I like look towards and be like, okay, he's probably doing more than me right now. I need to attain that and, level or surpass it. Yeah. You know, I, I obviously mentioned Arnold. Um, forgot, I forgot to mention that this has happened throughout history where, you know, Gates, um, Steve Jobs and Bill Gates. Same thing. Um, Michelangelo. Mi- Messi Ronaldo, Ronaldo. Exactly. Uh, exactly. Uh, Michelangelo and Leonardo da Vinci. Yeah, like epic competitive battles, and they fueled each other. Yeah, they made each yeah. other better because of that. Yeah. So, is it healthy to pick a fight? A hundred percent. You think so? A hundred percent. And do you do this with I, other filmmakers or other creatives or? Um, yeah, I, I think I. It's funny because like I am competitive even when we play Catan. I'm right, just like competitive. I was sure. like, bro, I'm like I'm hella competitive. Like I know where my strengths are. So like for example, like I mean, I wish I was a soccer player. I, I would love to compete with like the Messi Ronaldo level. There's no way on hell I can ever get there. But anyways, I'm saying like knowing knowing your strength and then finding like who's in your field. But I I don't think I have picked someone in my mind to be like, oh, this is this is like the person who's pushing me. But I subconsciously do it. I subconsciously do it because I want to be better. I want to like be at the level of the greats in a way because I feel like why not? Right. Like you it's know healthy I mean? for sure. Like why not? Like you, yeah. you, it, the only way to grow is by looking at the ones who are better than you. You know, right. you learn from them. Yep. 
to uh, you get inspired by them. You you it's 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 actually like a, it's actually an inspiring competitiveness like jealousy slash like you know like you want to just prove that hey I can be at your level if not better. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't know what else to say to that. I, I I think it's I think it's good to have rivals. Do you have someone? Um, I think. You know, I think I'm also a competitive person, you know, when it comes to, uh, you know, keynotes or, you know, particularly in that field or, you know, what was it? Was who's, who's your keynote uh, competitive person? Uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm curious about that. Yeah, I'm trying to think who I'm. Uh, going to drop it. You know, no, there, there's a lot of people. <laughs> no, drop like, no, no, there's, no, there's a lot of people. There's a lot of people on my uh, on some shit, spot, yeah. spotlight roster who are like on who I compete with all the time and and I love them right and that's the whole thing is that pick a rival that you you can exactly. you it comes can out learn of love. from right it comes out yeah. of love. so it's one not... guy is uh is Ron Tight another another woman is yeah. uh Robin Hanley Defoe they're they're amazing one person that like I feel like I don't compete with but <laughs> it's funny because people always put us in the same Here we go uh <laughs> arena which is like Hassan Minaj. Hey, because we yeah. do, because I'm also doing a presentation with a screen, exactly. right? Yeah. Yeah. And so whenever I, I'm inspired by him, right? Yeah. I wrote about him in my book as well. I'm inspired by what he's doing. Like his his specials with his screens. Like I'm inspired. Even though I've been doing it, a lot of people are like, hey, that's like him. I'm like, no, nah, I've been doing this for well, a long time, like right? Me, yeah. So I'm inspired by what he's doing. He's pushing the envelope of it. Yeah. And um so, and he doesn't. He doesn't even know that. But I, I sometimes feel like, oh, like this is somebody that people compare me to, and um, there's a, you know, there's a rivalry that he doesn't know about. That I'm like, ah, oh, <laughs> he's inspiring me at the end of the day. Um, but yeah, at the end of the day, I am a competitive person. I want to be better. I look at other people and what they're doing. But I also want to be like, hey, I, 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 I don't want to play the same game that they're they're doing. Like I yeah. want to, I want to figure out and get inspired inspired by other people that are outside of my field. Mm -hmm. I want to know what rock stars are doing. I want to know what athletes are doing and content creators. Um, And so, you know, I I, I think having rivals is important, but also it's... um, I, I just don't know because you can go down a spiral too. You can look at somebody else and be like, damn. Right. They're getting, I'm getting my ass kicked. It's not working out. You know, somebody sent me an email. Somebody sent me an email and I really appreciate them sending the email. I didn't know that I was his rival, but he sent me a re- ri- email. Wow. He's like, "Hey, um, you know, I, I I see a lot of your stuff that you're doing. I see the love that you're getting from yeah. you know these agencies, um, and you know the natural tendency is I I am jealous." He says, "I I I wow. I, I am jealous, mm-hmm. but I love what you're doing. I appreciate what you're doing, and you continue to inspire me. So keep 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 it up." And and I thought that was such a cool. Thing for him to do to admit that he was jealous but also to be to to, to be vulnerable enough to be like mm-hmm. you're inspiring me to be better and you're pushing me to be better that's really really cool i like that a lot of confidence from his side too 100 percent, great 100 percent. and and um i think that not many people can do that to be honest with you uh, yeah a very yeah. small amount of people yeah yeah ever do that 100 you know? and i think yeah, I, I actually I should think about I should think that about yeah. a little bit more. Uh, yeah, <laughs> no, me too. I'm like reflecting he, on that he sent that <laughs> that he sent that note. I, I've never I don't think I ever get something like that. That's like very that's I, a very unique. I, I must have like talked like about it before. I'm like, man, like this person, like I think we could do better than that. Like to my brother. Yeah. But I would but to email that. But, but, but to like go out of my way and, and tell be them like, that. yo, yeah, yeah, like I respect. Kudos to that guy, man. 
So, um, so anyway, so I guess you you guys you guys agree then you should fully agreed. Pick a pick a fight. As long as you're confident, you can keep it healthy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. It, like it's out of it's out of growth, out of love, and uh, out of respect. I think. Yeah. Right. So so the so the last framework concept is this idea that the best are everywhere, and they're most likely hidden. The best are everywhere, but they're most likely hidden. I am fascinated mm. with this idea that there are diamonds in the rough that you don't even know, like. I, I, we talked about Nikola Jokic. Mm-hmm. The fact that he came from Serbia and maybe somebody picked him up somewhere. He went in the second <laughs> round of the draft and, and somebody just gave him a chance. Like he could have been like a, a doctor in Serbia or he was riding horses in Serbia. Seriously? Yet somebody picked him out. Yeah. And just through happenstance, he, he got into the NBA and now he's going to become one of the greatest players of all time. And it was only through luck. That that happened. He, somebody yeah. picked this yeah. guy out of nowhere, and you think about so many creatives and artists and and, and talented people around the world yeah. that they are they could actually be the goat in their particular fields, but they don't have the right look, the right lens, the right. And so it's this idea that the best are everywhere, but they're just hidden. And it, it I don't know, it's called like the butterfly effect. Like one thing leads to another thing, they'll let yeah. another the thing, up. and then you know somebody comes out of nowhere. Um, what do you guys think about this? That the the idea that maybe even the best basketball player in the world is actually not in the NBA. Maybe the yeah. best singer on the planet is not on the charts at all. I I fully agree with this. I 100 percent agree. It's with also this. something we've been talking about with uh, with India Rising and their team. We've talked about this concept. Okay. Of like, we only have we only know like 30 or 40 of these guys right now. Right. But there's got to be guys out there that we just haven't seen. Maybe they don't have social media. Maybe they don't know what they're doing or they haven't contacted us. Or we haven't found them that are going to be probably way better than everyone we know right now. It's that same concept you're talking about. It's like look, what, what Jokic was interesting because there's a guy in Serbia that picked him out, like you said. Yeah. And he was like, oh, I see, some, I see something here with this kid. Let's coach him. Let's train him. That guy didn't know at that time this guy was going to be 100%. worth $500 million, whatever, MVP of the league. But that's what it takes. Like, And you talk about the butterfly effect of like, there's so many amazing people around us, but they're not going to ever catch their break. Their, their lucky break like how Nick, Nicola did. Yeah. And that's what makes the world so interesting. There's all these amazing experts around us. We'll never know them. We'll never meet them. They'll never actually be heard of, but they might be the best person in the world. At that particular thing. At craft. that particular thing. And what does it come down to? Is it just luck? Is it bad luck? Is it you know, something else like karma? Like There's so many things that could attribute to that. But I feel like that's what makes the world so unique also. So, so I guess, is yeah. it easier today because of yeah. content and social media? I was media just going to say that. It is. Yeah, 100%. Lucky. Yeah, I was going to say that. I think, like, back then and still to this day, there's a, there's a lot of gatekeepers. And, like, you're at the mercy of someone telling you, like, yes, we're going to invest in you. We're going to put in that money into that. But I think there's a lot of talent out there who, like, maybe don't show it. Like they're not confident enough, but they have like they're actually true superstars Mm -hmm. and they've missed out on those opportunities. And with the, you know, social media, with the the, the democratization of, you know, uh, online essentially being able to put stuff there and being able to vocalize whatever you're passionate about. I think there's a better chance, chance, better chance. But we're always at the mercy of other people in in a weird way. Yeah. Like, you know, people are going to, like, sign you off, like, whatever, like, uh, luck or whatever. Yeah. I mean, like, if, like, you guys are opening up doors for India Rising, 
to potentially someone to like, hey, I'm here, but that person has to knock in there, and that yeah. person like maybe doesn't even have internet. They, they don't even have Usually like you know what I mean. Like so, but at the end of the day, at least like what 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 I love about nowadays is like we're in a way like enabling things and helping others to have like to find those superstars and give them a platform and like in, in like empower them to become the best versions of who they are. In a way, that's kind of like what I would love to do with my social media is like in a way like it's a community of like other creatives who we're all gonna like. Potentially build like something beyond like yeah. networks and like uh, become like essentially a billion dollar empire. Yeah. Like just because yeah. like we we empower them to tell them, yeah, you are great. Just keep doing it. Um, you, know, you know what? And the reason why I'm bringing this up as the last topic is because um, I really feel that we are hidden. Me, you, you, Mazin, sure. <laughs> yeah. yeah, not for real. You know, Adam, yeah, uh, are hidden and. The world has not seen what we all can do right now, right? And we're starting to break through, but uh, the world doesn't see it yet. And I get so many messages from people like on like YouTube, <laughs> like, yo, what? why is this not happening? Yo, you should be getting yeah. more followers or views. And all I tell myself is just like, um, you know, just wait. Right, that, that's because the biggest I, I, compliment, to be honest. Yeah, with you. no, I, <laughs> and, yeah, and I, I, I always like there was a line that my uncle told me that he told somebody else. Uh, he said um, she, he was he he told somebody else. He's like, hey, do you know Sean Canigo? She was like, no, I never never heard of him. And then he said, you will. Oh, damn, oh, damn, no. that's powerful. <laughs> and um, you know, obviously, I'm trying to make an impact with the keynotes, with the book, with this podcast. Like, I, I really do want to make an impact. It is actually, I am incentivized for more people to hear me, to see me. And right now, I feel hidden. But I, I'm so inspired by it. Well, I'm because inspired I'm right in, now. Right? I, I'm, in, I'm in the, I, I feel like I'm in the, like I'm in the cave and I'm just building. And, and, and in like five years, somebody's going to look back and be like, Oh my God! Seriously, like this guy's been building. The, the, what explode. is this library? It's just gonna explode. What is this incredible yeah. library? And um, I'm not, and I'm not getting romantic about the outcome of when that happens. But I'm just excited about the process because I, I believe, like, you know, just working with you, Mo and, and Mazin, like, you guys are operating at a world class level. They I was telling crazy. Deepa, I was telling Deepa the other day. Um, <laughs> who was I telling the other day about you, man? I'm like this guy Navin. He's an assassin, man. This guy's a world class <laughs> operator, dude, and and and, an and, and I will say I don't want to gas you up too much, but like, dude, I I I have worked um, with leaders across the world. I have worked with, I worked at Deloitte, working with hundreds and thousands of great partners and like A plus people. Man, you, you are a world class operator. So you. all you look at a guy like. You know, Mazin, uh, you know, just his level of detail. Like, man, just. <laughs> I've been telling so, these guys for years how good they are, dude. So, man, I'm just <laughs> saying the sure. best are everywhere and they are sitting here. And I'm so inspired that we all got together and we're building this together. Yep. Because in, in five, ten years, somebody's going to look at this pod and be like, damn, he predicted it. I feel that. 
Yeah. I feel like I just want to say I feel the exact same way as you. Our time is coming. It's not going to be today, this year, or tomorrow, but it's it's coming soon. And like you said, we're all like I like that we're building a you're building a crazy catalog in the cave. Yeah. Like we're all doing that in, yeah. in a unique way to like hopefully get that opportunity, that chance one day to like get to that next stage or get out get out of the cave. Exactly. You know? Exactly. So with that, um, listen, uh, wow, what an inspiring, what an inspiring pod, dangerous ideas. Um, listen, if you want to subscribe, rate, review, follow subscribe. this pod, we are, uh, we're going to be pumping out more episodes, lots, lots of episodes to come for the next 10 years at least. Uh, so Signing that 10 year contract today. Yeah. Saudis again, if you're watching, the she's, I'm, like, I'm yo, she's like, damn, that's 10. <laughs> oh, by the way, shout out, shout out to Neve, man. Yeah. Yeah. No, no, the shout BC, out to always Neve. the BTS producing, people producing the pod. All right. See you later. <laughs>